Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome to the Think Inspire podcast with your boy, Coach Pat, back in the house. So today I'm doing a special edition, Vancouver Q&A edition, and I put up a little poll on my Instagram stories the other day, and I had a lot of people ask me these questions, so I wrote them all down. Now I'm going to answer them. So first question I have straight from the jump is, do I have any pets? I don't. I'm adopting one right now, but I actually don't have any pets. I used to have three. I had a German Shepherd. I had a Labrador and I had a Husky. Two boys, one girl. The dogs, I have a soft spot for all three of them. Me, when me and my older brother were living together, I realized like I was a fit and active one. So I always had to take dogs out. So I knew I wasn't staying with him anymore. And he was, he's not very fit and active, my older brother. So uh, I actually saw them about a few months ago and they're all overweight. <laughs> so it breaks my heart to see them like unfit and overweight. And you know, when I see him at the park getting walked, I'm like, God damn, like he's not good. You know, so yeah, I got a soft spot for those dogs though. Beautiful. Uh, next one. <laughs> next one. Where? Who was the last dude I texted? The last dude I texted. Jesus Christ. Uh, my brother. Actually, my older brother is the last person I texted. He sent me a before and after photo of his two-month transformation. So my brother actually had a conversation with me a week ago saying, hey, that before and after photo that you put up with me five years ago, can you like, like, I feel bad. I don't look like that anymore. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's a great transformation. In that time, you killed it. He's like, well, I'm going to get a better one. So right now, my older brother is on back on his shit, back on his fitness journey, like getting... The thing is crazy, right? Like I've got three brothers and my my second oldest, he's got a way better physique than I do. The structure of his body, I don't know. We're brothers. We're blood related, but he his body shape is a lot better. Like I competed in bodybuilding, but if I had the structure of his body game over you know he can get shredded within like two months he's older than me and his metabolism's through the roof everything he eats turns into like it just goes but he did show me a photo of him like yesterday that i kind of laughed i'm like wow how did you get that fat <laughs> not even i got that fat but he's burnt most of it off so that's the last dude i texted mm, a few questions coming in through the instagram great trouble focusing today but otherwise great how about you my day's gone pretty pretty good just get just getting started. This is part two. I wake up at 4 a.m. So, you know, this is part two of my day. Um, all Huskies, I want one someday. Yeah, Huskies are amazing, but they're little troublemakers. I'll tell you what, all they want to do is play and have fun. You know, when I was living with my Husky, every few weeks, I would see like a dead bird in the freaking backyard. I'm thinking, what the f- happened there? Like dead birds in the backyard. And my Husky's like smiling, like he just accomplished something. I'm like, that's, that's, I don't know if it's playing or like he's hungry, but I feed him all the time. So maybe that's his play fight. (laughs) So next question, what's your story? What got you into fitness? What's my story? What got me into fitness? Okay. That's a great question. It came from like a place of pain. I talk about this a lot, but I wasn't always this confident. I wasn't always this vocal. I wasn't always this direct. I wasn't always the guy on the camera, the guy that's speaking through this microphone, inspiring thousands of people. It was never really like that at all. Like no one would listen to me. I, had, I wasn't a man of value. I couldn't provide any value at all. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't charismatic, wasn't confident, shy, timid. I was on MSN and um, I just thought enough was enough. I'm over getting friend zoned by girls. I'm over like playing 
on the bench. I'm over being a spectator. I'm over just over it all. I'm over playing video games. I'm over playing Sims and trying to level up my stats in Sims and not leveling up my stats in life. So I was fucking over it. So it came from a place of like, I was just fed up. I was fed up with all the shit of like being a boy. Little boy that can't get things done. Little boy that you can't count on. The boy that would just like, I wouldn't even cry about it. I would, I never used to whinge. I never used to complain. That's never been me, but I'll never do anything about it either. Like I'd be complaining in my head the whole time. Fuck, why don't I have this result? Fuck, why, 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 why? Nothing would get done. And I'm like, "Mm, maybe I should go to the gym and work out. Maybe I should start there. So one of my friends from school said to me, you know what? Um, we go to the gym every weekend. And I was so fucking insecure about the way I looked that the only way I'd go to a gym if I wore like two hoodies on. Because my body was like really skinny fat and I had a condition called pectus, which actually at the time I didn't know what it was because there was no Google. And what it is, it's like a condition where your chest caves in, right? So I had this hole and it was really bad. It was really fucking bad when I was um, skinny because I had no muscle to cover it. And I was scared of like being exposed. So like lying down would like make it worse. Like when I had a girlfriend at the time, I wouldn't take my top off in front of her. And it kind of like plagued me. I was like paralyzed for a long time. And then my friend's like, well, I never told my friends any of this, by the way. I just like, we'll just hang out with them, lift weights with them. I was the weakest one in the fucking gym. It was annoying. They're all in the bench press. There's like three of my good friends. They're like, yeah, we lift like two plates. We lift like one plate. And here, here I am lifting the fucking bar for my life. <laughs> Get the bar. I'm like, fuck, this is heavy. I need help. My friend's like, this is called a spot. Well, whatever. Help me. It's like, we just started. I'm like, I don't care. Like this bar is going to crush me. He's like, there's nothing on the bar. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> just don't be a dick and help me out. I was kind of scarred because they were laughing at me and I kind of like that. I kind of like getting laughed at because it makes like, I, I will always come back. I'm, I've never quit on anything. You can keep giving me crap. You can keep teasing me, but I will not give up. So eventually every week that went by, I got a little bit stronger, put a five kilogram on, put another five kilogram on got stronger and stronger. And um, it's funny, all those guys that taught me how to lift end up being my clients. I can, I know who they are, Kevin, Omar, like I know those two people and they, they train with, they trained with me. I've helped them lose weight. But when I first started, it was the other way around. That's fucking cool. Just realize that now. Anyway, I'm really proud because I went from a barbell bench press to like lifting 140 kilograms for reps. I can do 140, which is like 315 for like six. And that came from a place where I had to, I had to, I had no choice. If I don't grow my chest, my shoulders, my arms, I was going to be like everyone every little Asian kid that was into like freaking an initial D and cars. And I'm like, I'm not about the cars and like going to freaking playtime, like on after school and playing little video games and playing Neopets and shit like that. I'm like, no, thank you. That's not me. I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be the typical stereotype that like where people were going. Cause I was hanging a lot of, uh, I was hanging out with a lot of Westerners and what they were into was like, you know, being strong sports, talking to girls, like even money, success, doing like side hustles on the side. I was always about that. And I had two choices to make. I'm like, am I going to go left or am I going to go right? Right is like probably easier because I'm with my own kind and be safe. If I go left, I'm like, this is a fucking hard route and no one can teach me this. I have to like just eat dirt for a while. <laughs> so that's what I did. I chose the, the left and here I am. You know, I'm very, very happy with like my progression with fitness, like competed in powerlifting. I've competed in bodybuilding. I did my own like audition for Ninja Warrior. I've done like all the Tough Mudders in Australia. I've done like three Spartan races. I've like hiked Mount Fuji. I've hiked Mount Tanjiro in New Zealand. These are like 15, 16, 20 hour hikes. This is like 5,000 foot above elevation where you get like altitude sickness. I've done some pretty cool shit. <laughs> and I wouldn't have been able to do all that stuff if, if it didn't start somewhere. So pretty happy about that. So that's what got me in fitness. 
Um, Indy, I have a shubu Japanese dog, and I know what a shubu in you is. Yeah, and they are very similar yeah. to huskies. Unique vocal cords, pointed ears. Yeah. I can relate it to the barbell being heavy back in the day, lol. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. Okay, next question. Going back to where you started as an online fitness coach, what is one thing you would have done differently? I have a feeling, I don't know, I know who asked me this question. I don't know, but I have a good feeling. Um... And I already answered this before, but I'll answer it again. I wish I had patience. When I first started, I feel like I could do anything. If you've ever like, you know, been outside your comfort zone, I know we use that term a lot and you start getting results, you feel like you can do anything. I mean, when I first started as a PT at like Good Life in 2013, I was a new kid on the block. I always remember the stat that my PT teacher told me about on the last day of graduating for our certificate three and four, our, our teacher said this to us, only half of this classroom We'll get a job. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like 30 people in here. And the teacher's like, only half of the students in this classroom will get a job as a PT. Like there's 30 people in here. We're all going to get qualified. I know it because like I've seen everyone's tests. I'm like, what, 15 people are going to get qualified and not get a job? That's fucking wild. And then like this, only 10 people will actually last longer than three months. Like, fuck, are you saying like five people are gonna drop out within the first two months? And then, and then what happened was only three people will last as a PT, like before before the year ends. I'm like, what? And then only one person is going to last the test of time and actually do this forever. I'm that fucking guy. I know because I know I have them all on Facebook and I was the last one standing and I'm fucking proud of that. That was the very first time I actually achieved something that I'm actually really proud of. That happened like what? 12 years ago. Fuck, I lasted. I last. I never quit. Never quit. So that was probably the starting point of my online fitness coaching journey when I became like a good personal trainer by not giving up. I mean, if you give up, your clients are going to give up. So I never gave up. The one thing I would do differently is I, I went really fast. Like I had a lot of clients and when I had a lot of clients, I just said, fuck it, I'm going to open a gym. So when I opened the gym and had a lot of clients, what happened was a lot of people left, a lot of people stayed because like people don't like to move fast. People don't like to change. People like staying the same all the time. Like, oh, you know, stay safe, stay safe, stay safe. And I'm like, nope, not staying. So I felt like I had to draw a line and really, it was really difficult because if I stayed, if I was more patient, I think a lot of people would have built a lot more better trust because I was like, so I'm going impulsive. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I bring the gym, open the gym, open the gym. And like, like we just got here. Are we enjoying losing weight? Why are we leaving good life? We love good life. I'm like, it doesn't matter about good life. I don't like the music they play. Why are they playing Mariah Carey during a working set? I'm like, don't you want to play ACDC? Don't you want to play Eminem? Don't you want to play anything you want to play in our own gym? Don't you want to have your friends over? Don't you want to bring your pets? Don't you want to bring your kids? You know, like, don't you want to have a basketball ring outside the gym? Don't you want to do barbell lunges outside in the car park without cars, like, fucking driving you over? Like, I had this massive vision of what I wanted. And we opened a gym three years. We had that gym open for three years. I do feel like um, if I st- if I was a bit more patient, I think a lot of those people would still be with me today. So, you know, they started, they started, if it wasn't for my clients back in like 2015, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I, the only thing I would do differently is go slow. Okay, cool. How tall am I? Uh, tall enough. <laughs> tall enough. Who's asking? How do you respond to bad reviews? I don't respond to bad reviews. Sometimes when I'm going on my reels, like I've been like posting a lot of like out there direct content lately because I just want to wake people up. Most people are lazy. So a lot of the pe- a lot of the posts I put out there is like, hey, you're lazy. Get the fuck off the couch and do something with your life. 
that's the type of content that like I want to put out there because I remember when I was lazy. I remember when like my clients were lazy. I remember like when people didn't really have like self-worth. People didn't really have like a desire to like get after it. People didn't really have that fire in their belly. People didn't want to learn about nutrition. People don't want to learn about workouts and exercise. Like, yeah, like that, that's that's a huge thing, right? So when I get bad reviews, like people would be like, um, hey, you shouldn't have said that. That's really mean, but you kind of tell the truth. It's you're kind of right. I'm like, well, yeah. Like a lot of things I say could like annoy you and piss you off, but that's not a me thing. That's a you thing. I do have this one fucking person right now create a scam account about me saying I uh, am scamming people, which is weird because I've helped so many people like get out of like mental health issues. <laughs> so like, that's kind of cool. Um, I don't mind. Like, I, don't, I really don't mind. I, I kind of know what the price of success is. You have a, if you were ever popular in school, you had a lot of haters. If you were ever popular at work and you were like that person killing it in your career, you're going to have a lot of people hating. If you are the person in your friendship group that's like the strongest or the most empathetic or the most friendly or the most confident or the most charismatic, you're going to have a lot of people talking behind your back. Let them hate. Hate doesn't come from the top. It comes from the bottom. So I don't give a fuck. Next one. Do you have any regrets in fitness? Well, that's... Well, fitness and business are very different things, but fitness, okay. I did my first bodybuilding comp like a few years ago and it was the second year in business of having a gym. And like, I'm the type of guy that thinks I can like fucking do everything in one day. <laughs> so I was competing in bodybuilding while honestly starting a new relationship and get a gym going. My mom was unwell. And there was like so much going on. Like no matter how hard I trained, no matter how much I dieted, my cortisol was so fucking high that I had all this like lower back fat I couldn't get rid of. And I was pushing through the time my coach is like we should like delay this because you're not lean enough i'm like let's just fucking do it i'm over this so yeah i wasn't really happy the way i placed on that show i wasn't really happy at all especially like going up there with like 40 50 year old guys i'm thinking i'm the youngest one here how are these guys like out, like beating me i'm like that really took a big ego hit if i were ever to put my name against any type of competition ever again like i'd have to make a lot of sacrifices and I'm, i need to be okay with that and That'll be my biggest regret, like not going into that bodybuilding comp, giving it my 100% and not having boundaries. I didn't have any boundaries. I thought like I could help everyone. I still work 50, 60 hours a week. I still try to make everyone happy. Didn't have any boundaries. And I got, I got fucking destroyed on the show. Destroyed. You know, so I'm not cool. I'm not cool with that. <laughs> All right. Next one. How do I burn fat fast? Well, you can't burn fat fast. You can't get a lighter and just put it on your stomach. That's not going to happen. Things take time. Anything great takes time. Um, there are some principles that can be more effective than just like starving yourself. So if you want to start, let's say you're a complete newbie and you want to burn fat like today and tomorrow, start with daily habits. Like I come from a nutrition background where I talk about like human psychology and like people's lifestyle rather than calories and macros. I was never that bodybuilding coach to talk about, hey, this is the perfect macronutrient guide for you. No, I came from a place of like, hey, like your lifestyle right now is very sedentary. So you need to move a bit more, wake up earlier, go to sleep earlier drink your water, have your better relationship with food. Cause every time you think about food, you think about like, I have to finish my fucking plate. So we have to re like reprogram your way of thinking when it comes to like diet and food. Cause most people, when they want to lose weight, they just starve themselves. So I come from a very habitual background, like everything's habits. So if you want to burn fat fast, start with taking those little small steps, sleep, water, consistent workouts, have breakfast. That's that, that's what I would start. Who's my worst enemy? I don't really have any enemies. Like I don't, I sleep so well at night. 
because like there's no one out there to kill me <laughs> like i don't have any i've never did anyone dirty i've never never stabbed anyone in the back i've never like um caused harm on anyone's name i never i have no urge to make anyone feel like shit i have no urge to like put someone down for the sake of it so i don't realize i don't really have any enemies if i did have any enemies well i'm not thinking about them so yeah <laughs> what's been my greatest achievement hmm. oh yeah my greatest achievement for sure so this was back in like 2018 i was working at a gym uh good life in coburg and i was um i was a membership consultant so i was the guy that introduced everyone to their first workouts like hey james hey amy hey josh hey sam this is our gym this is our facilities this is what we're here for this is the good life welcome to the good life big smile and then i was always an introvert most of my life being a membership consultant at a big box gym made me a very fucking strong extrovert i started going around with fucking business cards knocking on people's doors saying hey we have the best gym around the corner you have a cute dog you have a dog yeah whatever it is <laughs> so i would make small talk with a whole bunch of neighbor like the neighborhood the locals and i'd bring a lot of people into the gym i became like the number one membership consultant in victoria in the month of like november and december in 2019 and i got rewarded for it within like i've only i was only there for three months the first month i was like 50 50 because like i was just learning the numbers and learning the like the art of like communication and then the november december came along i became like i was second and then december i came first i was like the number one membership consultant in victoria i was number five in australia and that's a lot of fucking people that's like membership consultant got good life had thousands of consultants okay so this number is not like a joke to me this was like serious i remember listening to the awards thinking fuck this is cool because at the time i was still running a gym i was still running a gym so i was working like 78 80 hours a week and i was going through a breakup as well so because i was going through a breakup and because i was running a gym and still being number one like number two shit <laughs> like you ever run into a competition or like try to gun for something and you're number two number two is like number number two is like last you ever do your sprints and athletics and think oh second place yeah nah man you are number one or bust because what's the worst thing gonna happen if you shoot for the moon you land on fucking if you shoot for pluto and you land on the moon that's way better than shooting for fucking the stars and landing on the roof of your house think bigger aim bigger and you will go further. Yeah, there's only one way. Like, life is tough. And I love competition. I've always loved competition. I love sports. I stopped watching sports just recently because I don't want to be a spectator anymore. I want to run my own sport. You know, every game I play, I'm like, I want to be the best. If I'm not be, if I'm not striving to be the best, I don't want to fucking play. Like, what's the point? Super relatable. My Victoria's Secret job was probably that job for me that greatly pushed me outside of my comfort zone of being an introvert. It was partly sales as well. Every introvert must turn the leaf and start getting used to being an extrovert. That's how you're going to communicate in life. Every extrovert must shut the fuck up and start listening and be an introvert too. Every extrovert I know are probably the most poor, poorest listeners in the world. You know, you have to like, you have to listen. Listening is an art. Active listening. Yeah, Linda, no more spectating. Like sitting on the bench and watching everyone else win. Nothing cool about that. Nothing cool about that at all. Okay, so a few more. Are you single? And are you looking? Who's asking? How old are you? I'm 31. Um, how? Yeah, that's pretty much it. That is pretty much it. Guys, if you have any other questions, shoot them below. I'll take a few more and then I'm out. 4 a.m. wake-ups. Sunglasses, sunglasses, sunglasses. Yeah, 4 a.m. wake-ups. That's so cool. Yeah, right now I'm doing a 4 a.m. game. If you want to join me, if you wake up at 4 a.m. and you, you, the first thing you do is get a skipping rope and skip for five minutes. That's what I'm doing right now. And then I'll go through like my tasks for the day, make sure breakfast is all set up. Um, make sure I, I listen to something very inspirational or educational that's very applicable to what I'm trying to achieve in life. I do not turn on TV and listen to the negative news out there. 
I do not read the newspaper and look on the front news looking at a fucking a cheating scandal about fucking Benefer's relationship. I don't do any of that. I listen to something educational, insightful that I can apply to my day. Indie, yes, reading 10 times and it's all about dominance. Yeah, 10x. Is that Grant Cardone? Dominating your sector. Lyndon, do you do cardio fasted? Every morning I wake up, I do either like five minutes of skipping, 20 minutes of sparring, or I'll go for, I'll do some sprints or I'll run or I'll just do a fucking 30 minute walk. Every time I do that stuff, it's fasted. I don't believe when we wake up, we need to eat food straight away. I think it's a mentality thing, but I also think it's a like um, an insulin spike thing. You ever have carbs in the morning and feel like really tired afterwards, especially if you're very carb sensitive, which I am. Every time I have carbs, I'm like, come oh, out, you know? So in the morning, I don't, I don't really rely on food. To get me through the day i don't eat till about seven eight o'clock so some four so for, from four o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock i'm not eating yeah if you're not hungry don't eat it's that that's applicable to like morning now like if you're trying to bulk or you're trying to put on mass or you're trying to like hit a calorie intake and you're not hungry eat the fucking food yeah if you have goals your goals are going to be uncomfortable and if you're counting macros it's going to be uncomfortable you're not hungry well you've got to eat otherwise you're going to be in a deficit and your goal is to put on weight people think losing weight's hard try putting on weight it's just as hard cool well I am going to get off this podcast. I'll still stay live on the Instagram, but anyone that's watching my podcast right now, I just want to say I appreciate every single one of you. If you can go on Apple Music and leave me a review on Think Inspire and give me a star rating, I'd really appreciate that. This podcast has been like nearly a year now. We've got over 150 episodes, over 5,000 downloads, and... It all started from that one episode I did with my cousin, Think Bigger. It's got over like 200 downloads now. And it's funny, when I first did that one, it was pretty ass, pretty shit. Like I didn't really feel confident talking. I just wanted to get it out there. But seeing how far we've come now, like it's kind of crazy. I, I appreciate all the love right now. Thanks for the love hearts. I'm out. This is Think Inspired Podcast, which are bo- Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.